Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. This is Brian Seddon, and I'm joined. Nah, I jacked it out. Start over. Watching uh, oh, eight right before. I'm your host, Brian Seddon. I'm joined by our other host, Jacob. Furlow is my last name. <laughs> it's good to be back again. Four weeks in a row? Yeah, four weeks. I feel weeks. like this idea that I had to do top ten moments hooked you. It hooked you back into being a part of your podcast and talking a little bit about Star Wars. Yes, I would agree. Although, so it is uh, top ten moments from the Phantom Menace, and as I try to compile my list, row, woo! I mean, I had a stretch on some of these. I feel like so uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I am interested to hear yours to see if um, what you what you feel is is a top ten. It's very hard. It was hard. <laughs> Okay. And if this was hard, Attack of the Clones, yes, it's going to be very okay. hard. Okay, so all right, so let's get into this, right? Because first of all, I have one little nugget of news that came out today that I want to talk about. But before we get into that, let's talk about our thoughts here. Can we talk about something else moments. first, just real quick? Okay, I just got to get something off my chest. I feel like I'm fixing to get just uh, no attacked no. here. Uh, this is not Star Wars related. Okay. But you know, we had a conversation a few weeks ago about cleanest places to eat during the coronavirus. We did. Fast food places. Yeah. And I, I had said I felt like Taco Bell was probably at the bottom of the rung, bottom of the ladder. Yeah. And you disagreed because you said everything's in a tube. <laughs> I don't know if I said it was in a tube. <laughs> and it but just squirted out. Correct. Yeah. Some portions of it do. Okay. All right. So my thought process which I believe is accurate. Now, I've never worked at a fast food restaurant and certainly not worked at Taco Bell, and I don't believe any of our four or five listeners that I know of have, but I feel strongly still, and again, I don't go to Taco Bell because it's the cleanest place. I've never had, but during this pandemic, air quotes, I feel like the associates at the Taco Bell restaurant handle the food drastically less than someone would at, say, a McDonald's or a Wendy's or a Burger King, because you have to have people touching each part of that burger to put it together. Where with Taco Bell, they handle the tortilla, they open it up with gloves on, they squirt the bean stuff in there, they don't pick up each individual grain of rice in place on there. It's probably either squirted out or it's scooped out. And that's what I get from Taco Bell. I get the cheesy bean and rice burrito because you can go to Taco Bell still in 2020 for $5 and like enough change that I have in my pocket and get, I mean, just more than full 
because their dollar menu, or as they call their cravings menu, is cheaper and more food than most other places. All right, can I say this? So I went today. Can you at least acknowledge anything that I just said? Because I feel like you've just been waiting for me to shut up with my opinion. I mean, opinion. it's possible. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been to some, some grimy Taco Bells. I'm not saying the facility <laughs> is clean. But even some, uh, dare I say, they even some of the employees. But less. you can find that in other restaurants sure, as well. Sure. Um, I mean, I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings one time. Not, not local here. But I was in the bathroom doing my thing and i i number one or number two uh, uh <laughs> number which one is the p really you number don't one. Know i care i'm like five years old <laughs> we don't ask them do you gotta do number one or yeah, go pee pee or poo poo <laughs> <laughs> but uh no so i i did my thing i'm i'm washing my hands and dude comes in uh-huh. clearly one of the cooks comes in does his thing Walks right out. Never washed his hands. Not great. I mean, I said, I went, it was right before we ordered. They were all, my family was already sitting down. I went back into the dining room. I said, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap it up. In the car. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so I went to Taco Bell today um, because I didn't, because I didn't want to cross the street and go to McDonald's. It's a pain getting across Lincoln (laughs) Highway there. uh, And I got the Chalupa box. You know, and you get a hard taco, or the chulupa, and a, some type of burrito. And let me just tell you, it was the most disgusting meal I've had in a long time. Okay. And and let me just say this. The, the burrito, like nacho cheese does not belong in a burrito. I don't know what kind of burrito that was, but it was disgusting. All right. And I didn't even finish. I ate the cinnamon twist. I ate all of those. But I took like three or four bites out of each of those tacos and I threw it away. Didn't even give it to the seagull standing outside you my window. You should begging. have beckoned me because I would have eaten the rest of that oh, burrito. That's, well, that's, um, you're depraved if you're going to. Okay. During a pandemic. I know, I know you're clean. <laughs> you're the most, you're the cleanest yeah. person I'm around a a, to, a, to a point of uh, nausea. You're so yeah. clean. Yeah. Um, a, you're ordering wrong. The well, big box things I don't feel like are that great. Let me say this though: it's out of. <laughs> I get a little overwhelmed at at drive-throughs and the menus sometimes. I agree. And and so to me, it's just like it's just like a quick. It's an easy order. I want yeah. the chalupa box. I don't yeah. have to be like, you know, give me yeah, this okay. and I'm just hard or soft. You got to do want some prep work and you got to know what's going on. <laughs> so the Taco Bell towards the right of their menu, there's the cravings menu. Okay, I hope someone is interested in this <laughs> other than me, but I, I'm, life. I'm educating you right now. They have their cravings menu, they call it. There's only like four or five things on that, and they range from a dollar to like a dollar forty-nine or something like that. Now that menu sometimes rotates, but it doesn't really rotate. It's it's a different <laughs> name, but essentially it's beans <laughs> and rice in a tortilla with maybe a different kind of meat. I don't like sour cream, so that's always my question for everything. Does it come with sour cream? And if they say yes, I say, no thanks on that sour cream. But the cravings menu is the way to go. I normally get four to five items between five and six dollars, and I oftentimes have to really struggle from a just a fullness standpoint. I've eaten so much to finish off that final item. But I go through I go through spells with Taco Bell. I 
I love it for about two months. Like I love it. I could eat it close to two or three times a week. And then, I, and then I, on that final time, I'm like, I can't do this again for a long time. And the spells have the link between each Taco Bell spell over the last decade has lasted longer and longer. And the amount of time I enjoy it is getting shorter and shorter. But from, again, this whole thing came up because of cleanliness. Your food is less handled by a Taco Bell employee, certainly, than most other places right now. I would have to imagine, though, the cleanest, if you're going to pick a clean, you're start getting into a the clean restaurant, combo meal places. A, clean, a clean fast food place, especially during this, it's, it's Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. There's no doubt. Yeah, and when no I doubt, see them, right. they're all masked up. They're all gloved up. They all look groomed and ready to go. Mm-hmm. They're very organized. Yep. And, and it's just like they got it together. Yeah. And, and when you talk about ease of menu, Chick-fil-A's got that yeah, covered. I mean, sure. there's like, it's not overly complicated. You're going to get a chicken sandwich or chicken nuggets because that's yeah. it. That's what now, they you did get, take the get. chicken salad sandwich off the menu, which which that was my one of my Ooh. go-to. I like that. Okay. I'm I'm old, man. I'm getting old. Yeah, you I, are. I need soft foods to, for the yeah. digestion. <laughs> All right. So you don't have to chew. I know that's, that's off topic, but I just you know we've had this Taco Bell conversation a handful of times over the last couple of months. I actually got you Taco Bell out and of my was, generosity for your birthday yeah. a few weeks ago, and it was cold and, yeah. and disgusting then. Cold? Dis- yes. Disgusting? No. I mean, it's okay. Now, if they don't give you just, I mean, two handfuls full of either whatever your sauce of choice well, is, mild, medium, hot, that's your yeah. problem. It ain't <laughs> worth eating if you don't put at least. No, if I have to douse something with extra flavoring or sauce, like that's that tells you like you're eating poodoo. Well, it's. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have to do that all the time. I'm not talking about like mustard and ketchup. That's different. It's the same thing. It's no, a condiment. That's different. Hot sauce is ah, a condiment. That's different. It's not really that it is, different. It is different. And that's the problem with, you want to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put one more feather in Taco Bell's cap. <laughs> it's always consistent. I have never been to a Taco Bell and had a burrito that tastes differently. If I go to McDonald's and get the, a chicken sandwich or a burger, I could have gallons of mayonnaise on it and one pickle. And then the next time I might go, I might have... 14 pickles and no mayonnaise. So you're telling me if I get a taco from Taco Bell, just a hard shell taco, mm-hmm. okay, and I count the, the individual diced to the tomatoes. Ounce, to the ounce, <laughs> the next time you go will be the same. Because it comes out of that caulking gun thing. <laughs> not, not the diced tomatoes. <laughs> that's ketchup. <laughs> All right, let's, let's give you, you were going to talk about the top tens. I probably... I don't know if you remember what you were going to say. I have my I have um, my notes for you, top ten Phantom Menace, but I have my news before we get to that. But you were going to say something, you know, let me just say something about these top tens. That's what you were going to say. Oh, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I can't remember now. You, you, I, yeah, I know. You, you reeled me. I feel like, oh, okay, now I got it. So for Phantom Menace for me, I have my top ten. And I probably have as many honorable mentions as I do for for really yes, I know. no, but hang on, that doesn't mean it was good. It was good for me. The Phantom Menace. Yeah, I know. And again, I'm not saying that the movie as a whole, like it, in my ranking, it's still well because we kind of said or I said last week with Return of the Jedi, like because I had so many honorable mentions, 
It's like, man, maybe this film deserves to be ranked higher. This, I mean, I feel like I ha- I got a, a decent list, but I feel like it was because I was tr- yeah I was looking I for things to put on the list. And I thought that's how it was going to be for me. But as I replayed things in my brain, I just kept coming up with moments. Now, again, I'm not saying these moments are absolutely fantastic. My yeah. favorite moments in Star Wars. This Some of this has a little bit of nostalgia with me because I was, unlike you, I wasn't in my early 20s when The Phantom Menace came out. I was 19. Okay. I was... <laughs> 1990. I was 14. All right. So I was still in that age where Star Wars hooked me and the stuff that bugs me now didn't bug me as much then when I was 14 years old. That's fair. Um, Also, I was hooked into Star Wars. I mean, I was hooked by the time Phantom Menace came out. Do you remember speaking of Taco Bell? Do you remember that Taco Bell had like the agreement with Star Wars merchandise or something like that? Nope. Yeah, of course you don't. It was like the, a lot of the characters were on the cups and different things like that. I mean, it was everywhere, though. It was, it, like, it was but I, I specifically remember Taco Bell, maybe okay. because we were talking about it. But, but all these new characters, and at that time, you know, not to get too involved in the way I was brought up, but we didn't go to the theater to watch yeah. it. So I watched it on a bootleg VHS uh, copy for the first terrible. time. The sound wasn't great. Of course, you can't turn on a closed caption because it's a VHS that someone literally sat in the back of the theater and, and recorded. People are coughing. You see people getting up and walking. But it was enough to where I watched that garbage VHS bootleg 30 times in, in a month. And so there's definitely some nostalgia for me for episode one. Um, you know, I mean, after watching it for the first time, much like probably I think a lot of people, just because it's the first Star Wars you've seen and you've seen just so many firsts, you know, multiple Jedis, Coruscant, Jedi Council, uh, 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 double-sided lightsabers, you know, all these things, the beginning, you know, you're seeing the beginning of it. Much like most people, after the first time I watched it, I was like, holy crap, that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. Now, time sets in, you rewatch and you rewatch, and it, it was kind of got worse and worse for a few years and now I feel like again probably the sequels have helped it certainly age better than what it is but I have a lot of moments I think from a nostalgic standpoint and because you see so many firsts in this movie yeah. does that make sense? No, for sure Okay. Well, what's your news? My news The Mandalorian I'm going to struggle with this name Tamura Morrison do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. He's the guy who played Jango Fett Okay, okay returns to Star Wars universe to pay to play Boba Fett. What? <clears throat> the actor played the uh, uh, famed bounty hunter, uh, Boba, Head, uh, Bo- Bo- Boba Fett's father in 2002's Attack of the Clones. The Ma- Mandalorian is bringing blah, 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 blah. Let's skip that crap. Sources say, this is where it gets interesting, right? So this is uh, possible spoilers then for season two? I feel like this has been out there. I think, didn't we know... I didn't know Boba Fett's going to be in it. You didn't know that? I've been hearing about this for like two months. Did you just disengage all your Star Wars stuff? Possibly. Sources say Morrison will play Boba Fett, the famed bounty hunter who played Boba Fett again. I know. Thank you. I understand. The famed bounty hunter, because Jango got his (laughs) head chopped off by Mace, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and he was here clone, on the big so screen. he's going to look exactly like his father. Correct. Right. The famed bounty hunter who first appeared on the big screen in the 1980s Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, <clears throat> and who seemingly died in 1983's Return of the Jedi as he fell into a Sarlacc pit, um, blah, 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 blah. Actor Jeremy Bullock portrayed the character in the original trilogy. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Um, in Attack of the Club, blah, blah, blah. blah. Boy, the Mandalorian. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's really. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. A lot to, of detail yeah. there. Um, the Mandalorian season two is slated to bow in October on Disney Plus. What does that mean? Bow, B O W. Okay. It will feature like other debut, series new coming. Okay, here we go. Ready debut, for this? This is why I wanted to read this because it had yeah. other news besides the guy who played yeah. Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones possibly coming back to play Boba Fett. Yeah. Really prepared with this. You're welcome. It will feature other series newcomers, such as actor Michael Bean. Don't know who that is uh, either. Yeah. Mr. Bean? And directors, such as Alita Battle Angels Robert Rodriguez yeah, and that is. Ant, Ant-Man's Peyton Reed. So, uh, I've so, seen, I've seen, what's the name of that movie? Alita. Yeah, I've seen Battle. about half of that. It was just like on TV and I watched it. But, The Chef Show, you ever seen The Chef Show? I've, no. With John Favreau. And, I've heard uh, of it. I've seen maybe a few. So it's on Netflix, and he, um, and he, uh, he's into cooking, mm-hmm. big time. He's with this uh, other chef, and uh, they go. A lot of times they're doing stuff with celebrities, but he actually goes to that director's house, and that guy, the director, what's his name again? Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, he's, he's really him. into uh, making pizzas. Oh. Um, but I would watch that show because there's also uh, you know who shows up on it. They actually go to. Uh, Skywalker Ranch, and they cook really? in the kitchen in there, and um, uh, and Filoni's there. Oh, okay. Does a whole segment with that. Did he have his cowboy hat on? Yeah, always. Yeah. So I bring that up because, and and we got to get going, but they have two new. They just mentioned. I think there's only maybe there's eight episodes, eight chapters in season two of Mandalorian, and we have these two new directors. That's all right. What's wrong with that? Because the last directors did an Look, amazing job, and I okay. want everything to be the same. It's fine. As long as the story... Who's writing the stories? That's the question. Who was your least favorite... What was your least favorite episode of Mandalorian Chapter 1? Or the one where they're on the prison. Directed by... Don't know. Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay. The only one she directed. All the other ones were directed by that three-peat of people, right, except yeah. for, I think, one was maybe Filoni. Or a, something like that. So the, I, we're I bringing these two new fun. people to do one episode, essentially. All right. Uh, yeah, you Morris, get on me for being Star Wars negative. I feel like you're you're poo-pooing this here a little bit. Uh, I don't think I'm poo-pooing it. I just I feel like season one was great, yeah. and now we're making changes. So are they saying that... Uh, um, My Perfect World, you got no, Deborah I, Chow, yeah. you got uh, uh, Filoni... Whoever Are they the saying Boba is. Fett's uh, alive then, or is this going to be like flashbacks or something? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. I'm going to continue to read. Morrison, oh, who is, done. Not, Morrison, who again, who played Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones, he appeared in 2018's Aquaman. Okay. Yeah, he was the dad. He, yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. And had a role in last year's. Oh, no. Dora in the Lost City of Gold. I definitely didn't see that. I'm surprised. He has kept his connection to Star Wars by voicing Django and Boba, as well as other characters in various Star Wars video games. 
That is the end of my news. I actually needed the rest of that, but okay. They printed 14 copies, and I only yeah. needed the top two. All right. Well, that was good news. Very interesting. Well, let's get to it, Jacob. Let's get to the Phantom Menace top ten, and let's see what we scrounged up. Now, um, I went first last time for I'm Return gonna go of the Jedi. This time. You're going to go first. Let me just say before we jump into this again, man, these th I had to just... You know, I had a, I had, a, I had to just put some stuff on paper here for me on some of these, and um, and then some of them might be, you know, you might be like, what? Well, I mean, how's that even a, a top ten moment? Let me just give you my image of a top ten moment. Okay. For me, it's a personal. This is the fourth one of these we've done. By I the know, way, but, but it's a well, it kind of, you know, because I had a stretch to find some on here. It's it's a personal top ten, right? And so it's just something like for some reason. This scene or whatever happened stuck out to me. Okay. Right? It doesn't mean like it was a, you know, great action sequence or something, you know, a bombastic sequence. It's just something that when I think of Phantom Menace, these are some of the things that come back to me. So the, so to me, it's probably, it's a, it's a top moment. I like your thought process there. And I think that's probably why I came up with maybe more moments than people would yeah. I got some honorable mentions, too. Oh, but, okay, I mean, good. But, all right, well, let's just, you go ahead. All right, so I'm going to do it again for you, all right, three weeks in a row. We're going to start my number 10, because okay. it has to be on a list, is going to be when the dynamic duo themselves meet for the first time. And I'm not thinking Anakin and Obi-Wan. That's who I thought you were going to say. I'm thinking R2 and 3PO. Oh. Is it cheese? Yeah. What did you think I was going to say? I just said oh, I thought okay. you're <laughs> you, yeah, okay. yeah, so R2 and 3PO meet for the first time. Um, yeah, 3PO's not all put together. Oh, my pots are showing. Not, you know, it's some cheesy moments there, but you think about the the countless yeah. adventures and amazing moments that these guys have been through over the next, yeah. gosh, what, 35, 40 years? Um, that we've seen on film, and we've had, I've mentioned, gosh, probably four or five moments that they've had that's been in my top ten list since we've been doing this. I know you have as well. Um, so just the introduction alone is my number two on Tatooine, where Anakin introduces C-3PO to R2-D2. That's I good. I'm glad it made one of our lists. There as well. It didn't make my list. I thought about it. didn't even make my honorable mention, and I should have. Should have put it down, probably, but you're right. That that deserves to you be on the list. You are a garbage fan. <laughs> okay, oh, sorry. All right, number ten for me okay. is is the pod race. Um, oh, what? Yeah, I know. I know our listeners cannot see me Ro pulling you away your eyes. from the mic. And is that on your list eyes. at all? Not at all. Okay, so Didn't I felt like about it. all right. Here's why I put it on mine: is the the criticism on this is obviously what I think most people would say. I don't know. It's too long. Yeah. It's, it goes on way too long. And I long. knew you were going to say that. But, for me personally, I wasn't invested in it really whatsoever. Yeah. But um, but for me, just just it's something that when I think of The Phantom Menace, it sticks out. Mm -hmm. You know, they and they developed a decent video game after the fact, the pod racing game. Um, but it uh, – and then also just – I mean, it was pretty pretty impressive, the – you know, the visuals and yeah. all that. Again, it just, the problem with it is it went too long. Um, 
But, the, you know, it's just kind of cool to see this kid out there kicking butt, right. doing the pod racing thing. And it, and it played a pivotal part in the story. I mean, that's how he, yeah. in essence, won his freedom. Yeah, it, it, it does. It just, I don't know. It, it was just not. I get it. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's number 10. Yeah. You no, know I, what mean, I mean, it almost didn't make my list. But I felt like, I almost felt like I had to put it on there. I, I so understand I the repercussions of him being victorious in the pod race, but you know what's going to happen, right? Like, before the race starts, you know what's going to happen, and it's just kind of action for the sake of action. And it did go on for a very long time, and, yeah, it just, it's it's not it's not great to me. Well, even, even when I was, you know, 14 well, years old and watching it, I was kind of like, well, all right, let's get going here. No, you're going to argue with so, me about Now, it. but again, to your point, when you think about, you know, The Phantom Menace, um, if I describe this movie to someone, that's probably the first one or two things yeah. that I that I tell them is the one with the pod race. You know, so. Fair. All right. Number nine. Uh, number nine for me, um, this is, this is, again, it's already starting to get tough because there's yeah. some great moments. Yeah. Anakin and Qui-Gon conversation at the table. Um, when they go as ambassadors at the beginning. Nope. Nope. No? Anakin wasn't oh, there. Oh, Anakin. Yeah. My bad. I'm Anakin thinking Obi-Wan. Anakin and Qui-Gon conversation at the table. Um, in, in at the, the dinner table? Yeah. In the terrible walk. scene. Why do you say that? Just, uh, I don't Jar Jar's there, and he's doing the thing, and yeah, Qui-Gon Qui catches tongue. it. It's so oh, cool. It's so annoying. He says something about the laser sword. I know. He, yeah. here, here's the dialogue. Yeah, that's how he knows he's a Jedi. That's how your laser's hard. Right. But what happens after that? Uh, I don't remember. He says no one can kill a Jedi. Oh, and Liam yeah. Neeson's delivery of that next line, do you know what it is? No. I wish that were true. Oh. Or I wish that were so. Someone correct me. Great, great moment. Yeah. And I, I even like the Jar Jar eating the fruit thing. I thought that was funny. And then he catches his tongue and says, please don't do that again or something like that. I thought it was a great moment. I really did. Right before that or right after as well. So, again, I'm including this because it was during yeah. the dinner, you know, roundabout. Um, I believe Qui-Gon says something to Shmi about his Jedi tendencies and being able to see things before they happen. And that's what makes him appear to have quick reflexes. That was a great moment for me. That explanation there of, oh, okay, I, I thought that was great. There's some good force explanation in The Phantom Menace, and that was one of them for me. Okay, number nine for me. And again, it's number nine, so, all right? <laughs> Pod race. Uh, you know, maybe this maybe this should have been higher. I don't know. Qui-Gon's funeral. Um, Made the list for me. I, okay. you know, it's, it's reminiscent of, of Vader. Um, you got the part where, uh, I believe it's during the funeral, Obi-Wan turns to Anakin and says, you know, the council's giving me permission to train you. Mm -hmm. You will become a Jedi. Yeah. Um, kind of a, kind of a cool, cool scene. I always thought it was kind of weird too, because Palpatine's there, you know, at the funeral. Why wouldn't he be? He's I know, the, uh, I get it, but it just just to think about that, he's, that he's responsible he? for the death, and he's there watching that. Yeah, but that makes um, it, to me, that makes it even better. 
No, I know, but it's just right. to, when you think about it, like man, it's kind yeah. of it's kind of creepy. Like, creepy. There you go. Yeah, you it's, it's 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 yeah. It's a great moment. Did not make my list. Okay. Didn't even make it an honorable mention. I love the way you see Qui Gon's boot like half melted there. <laughs> Very cool. But it was, um, yeah, it's a great moment, and especially Obi Wan telling Anakin post haircut. You know. Um, uh no, I don't think he gets the he doesn't get the haircut till the celebration. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That is a good moment. Uh, probably would have been an honorable mention, but I just it, it didn't make it for me. Okay, that's okay. fair. All cool. right, again, Thank you. it's number nine. <laughs> Let's not do this every time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Eight. This is gonna you're gonna do the exact same thing I do with number nine, and I'm gonna <laughs> emphasize this word: the beginning, beginning, the crawl. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> beginning of uh, battle droid battle on Naboo. Okay. Naboo is a very cool looking planet. Yeah, it looks great, familiar. It was a great design. Um, oh, I feel like uh, it familiar? because it looks like Earth. There are certain parts it's of Naboo grass, that look like Earth. Grass yeah. and water. But there are the Gungans have. I, thought, I always thought those shields were cool. This is before Jar Jar started messing everything up. Yeah. You know, he's almost kind of halfway respectable for a split second. He's like, steady, steady. Yeah. You know, and then you see the droids firing away. It doesn't, you know, like, you know, go through their weird, you know, shield things that can stop a blast, but you can walk right through, but whatever. And then the droids start coming out of the, um, the sound is really good there. And uh, I, I thought that was a, a exciting moment. I thought that kind of got your heart rate up a little so bit. So the start of the battle. The, yeah, more so the start of the battle. Once they actually get through the shields. Once Jar Jar starts. Once Jar Jar starts his, accidentally yeah, saving, saving the day yeah. over and over and over, it ruins everything. Yeah. But it's beautiful. It's like some. I think that's some really good CGI there. Uh, the CGI is good on like. When you're watching it in the theater and stuff like that. I'm just telling you, there's times where I've seen that scene and, like, it looks bad on some. I don't know if it's. Like, you can really see it really Maybe I have a good copy because it looks. I feel like the droids look pretty good. The the battle droid tanks look pretty good. The grass and the things around them, considering the fact that none of it's real, I feel like it all looks pretty good, especially for 1998. Uh, my number eight. All right, number eight for me is Anakin's test. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, great! When he's yeah. standing in front of the Jedi Council and they're, you know, he's having to say what he what's on the other card, or you know, I think Mace is holding it up. You know, yep. and he's guessing what's there. Speeder. And then they ask him about, you know, how do you feel? And I feel cold and this Ooh, and that. Yeah, like, good moment. They talk great. about his mom. You know that he how he misses his mom and. Yoda talked about fear being the path to the dark. And even just like the, like when you're looking out those windows, it's just like everything's very like, like the sun's going down, yeah. kind of a dark moment. And then uh, even the music, you know, kind of plays into that as well. And so I think, you know, it was done really well, that whole scene. Mm-hmm. And then also just what that, again, what that means in the broader scope of the story, you know, Jedi era. Anakin standing in front of the council for the first time and he's mm-hmm. going through the test. Right. No, that um, is, I, I, gosh, that's a great one. That, that, you know, again, I didn't watch this before. I played, I kind of played through it in my head. That would have made my list had yeah. I thought about it. Shame on me. It's a fantastic moment. The, the dialogue from Yoda there, I think, 
carries the show. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Fantastic moment. Shame on me. Not even an honorable mention, but that is a wonderful moment. Great job, Brian. Are we on to number seven? Seven. Okay. The Darth Maul Qui-Gon fight on Tatooine. Okay. All right. Um, they're escaping. For some reason, they're in a pretty big hurry already. Um, I can't remember why, but Qui-Gon knows Darth Maul is coming. He says, Anakin, drop! You know, yeah. Anakin drops, boom, right well, away. Well, they were just going back to the ship to leave. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, they were had just had his, for some reason. I don't remember hustling. Anakin had just had his freedom, and they were going to leave. Right. And then, but uh, they weren't just like moseying along like a normal day. Yeah. They, were, they had some movement about them. Because I feel like Anakin was in full trot when... Qui-Gon says, Anakin, drop. And then Darth Maul blasts off the speeder. You only see one side of the lightsaber. Yeah. It's a good little, it's a quick battle. It's good back and forth. Obi-Wan says to the pilot, fly low over there. And you kind of see him from a distance as well, which I thought was really cool yeah. seeing him from the pilot's kind of window yeah. there. And um, Qui-Gon jumps in the ship. And I think he... Um, no, not at that moment. He doesn't say something about him being like you know well trained in the Jedi arts. That's a little. Well, bit he jumps in there and and uh, he's he asks uh, Obi Wan like you know what was that and he's like I don't know what it was but then he says he was well trained. Oh, was it? Okay. And you get that cool. Uh, you know it's on my list too. So let me let me just save what I was gonna say. I think All it's right? on my list as well. No, no. Okay. That that what you that the attack is on my list. Oh, is it? Um, okay. Yeah, but but my number seven is. R2 saves the day. And so, what do you Oh, what? Lord. Really? Yeah. On the Naboo, like, cruiser thing? Yes. All right. What? What's know. wrong with that? I don't know. You don't like that? I mean, I guess it's, it's so good So he goes action. out with There's, the other, you yeah, know, R2 units. Yeah, the droids units. are just getting blasted left and right, right mm -hmm. around him. Now, I know, you know, okay, well, R2, I was the only one that didn't get... But it's it's R two, mm -hmm. and it's his first like victorious moment, and I, that's R 2s thing. He always saves, saves I think the day. And again, maybe Naboo is different than almost every other single planet in the galaxy. But I thought it was weird they like pinned a medal on it afterward. Yeah, yeah, so weird. that 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 always kind of odd to me. All right, well R two saves the day, number seven. All right, my number six. Forgive the page turning. Gosh, where's my number six? Oh, you're not going to like this moment, but this was a great moment. When the Chancellor gets demoted, Chancellor Valorum now, okay? When Padme says, I move for a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Valorum's leadership. Not just that move that got things into place sure. just as, as Palpatine was going for. But the Senate as a whole is amazing looking, I thought. I, oh, I, I yeah. always thought the Senate, and again, that that's another reason why Phantom Menace, I, I had some moments for it, is because you see the Senate for the first time. And they didn't mess it up. Like, it looks no, it really, really, well really cool. Yeah. It's really well done. Again, for being... Nothing but, because they didn't build that set for being nothing but green, blue screen, whatever it was. I, I thought it looked really well. 
some of the CGI, I think, at Phantom Menace is better than Attack of the Clones. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. And I thought that one looked really well. The dialogue there for Padme, you got uh, Palpatine kind of whispering in her ear, now they'll vote for a new chancellor, one that can see our side of things, yeah. a strong chancellor. Absolutely uh, a fantastic moment for me and my number six. All right. Good. I like that one. Okay. All right. Number six for me is the Darth Maul hologram. And so what I mean by that is when he's talking to the uh, the Trade Federation guys, Palpatine is, and he says, my apprentice will, uh, so we lost the ship. And, and then, uh, you know, that's when you first see Darth Maul. He shows up. Um, I think it's the first time you see him. Uh, he shows up in the hologram. He just looks so yep. menacing there. And then, you know, Palpatine says, you know, my apprentice will help you find your lost ship. And then even like Palpatine's voice, if you go back and watch that, it, it's kind of weird. It kind of changes as he's saying that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It was just always kind of cool to me when you see and you see like the the Trade Federation guys. I can't remember their names, but they're yeah. just like. You know they're they're pretty scared. By yeah, that. yeah. I think one of them um, says, "Now there are two of them." Yeah, 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 right. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That that is a good moment. Um, so yeah. I like that moment. Yeah. It just again, that's one of those ones that just when I think of Phantom Menace, that kind of that scene sticks with me. All, All right. right, so here I, I'm, I'm I'm hoping I got you covered on this moment, kind of like you had me covered on the Anakin uh, uh, conversation right. with Mace and Yoda. And, uh, um, my good buddy Kiati Mundi also has some dialogue there as well in that Jedi uh, Council moment. But I had the Jedi Council, uh, the backdrop with Coruscant, kind of like what you had mentioned, which is very cool. But mine is more on the Qui-Gon report about the Sith. Um, this, I think, again, it's Kiati Mundi who says the Sith have been extinct for over a millennial, millennia, millennium. Um, great, uh, good dialogue there. Um, and then they kind of start to exit, and I think Yoda is the one who says, Master Qui-Gon, more to say have you? And he talks about the Chosen One and finding Anakin. And um, the Virgins in the Force. Yeah, you got it. And Mace is, Mace at the very end of it, Mace Window is almost put off by the idea. Mace Window. Like, oh, did I? Mace, <laughs> Mace Window is like, oh, bring him before yeah. us then. Um, he seems annoyed by it, and I I never really got that in the. Like, why are you annoyed by that? We could get into some stuff here with that because the Jedi, Brian, are not these sacred saints that we hold them up to be. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank and you. Mace Windu uh, was the leader of not being a saint. Okay. Can't bring him. Can't can't bring him before the council to be judged. Let's just kill him right now. He's too dangerous. Well, he was right. Perhaps, but it's not the right way of doing things. Yeah, but he was right. <laughs> <laughs> My number five, the same as you. Um, the dialogue there certainly is what sticks out to me. Qui-Gon yeah. explaining the Sith, explaining Anakin. But um, just the council chambers itself, the Jedi Temple, seeing that again for the first yeah, time. And the backdrop of Coruscant yeah. being—I'd say a, the whole city of Coruscant's yeah, cool. It is even know. that dialogue where Anakin comes for the first time, and whoever that pilot is kind of explains. Yeah. Um, Look, the entire this. planet yeah. is one big city. There's, there's the Chancellor, or there's, yep. uh, there's Senator Palpatine. You're right. Yep. Now. Very cool. Um, all right, number five for me is Darth Maul attacks, and that's where the on Tatooine. 
So the first, oh, okay. the first time he attacks there. Um, so ranked five on my list, and you, you already went through it, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to go through it again. But it's a pretty cool scene. It's pretty intense. Um, but I was going to say the the part that was I always remember too is where I was going to say earlier, and if I think I even showed it on the trailers, but when uh, after the attacks over, Qui Gon's on the ship, and the ship is flying off, and the shot oh, is yeah. the shot is from the ground, kind of yep. looking up at the back of Darth Maul. And he, he extinguishes yep. his lightsaber. Yeah. That's a really cool, yep. cool shot. Yeah, and the music there is yeah. kind of concluding that, that that part of the music with a very cool kind of conclusion, I yeah. guess, for the music as he's um, disengaging his lightsaber. And you see that Naboo uh, ship, which is a really, really cool looking yeah. ship, by the way, kind of flying away. Um, yeah, that's a great moment for yep. sure. Yep. All right, number four. Uh, number four for me. Okay. Seeing young Obi-Wan and getting the training from Qui-Gon at the very beginning of the movie. Okay. That's um, what I thought you were going to say earlier. Yeah, yeah, so it's getting going in the movie. Um, this It might be a little bit boring for some people. I, I, I don't think that part is at all. Um, you know, they're sitting, they're waiting, and I think Obi-Wan says, I, I sense an unusual amount of fear from something as trivial as this yeah. trade disputes. And Qui-Gon kind of gives him a lesson there, you know. Um, you know, about not letting his like fear or emotion kind of dictate it. And and Obi-Wan says, But Master Yoda, I sh- said I should be mindful of the future, but not at the expense of the moment. Keep your concentration here and now where they belong. I might have got that out of order. But this is a young Obi-Wan, and this is the first time you see him, and then you're seeing Qui-Gon. He's getting a little bit of a lesson, and I thought that was a fantastic moment. Um, Just them sitting there with their Jedi robes, drinking some tea, um, and having that kind of back and forth about the Force and that quick lesson. The acting is spectacular. I mean, Ewan McGregor, I'm I'm already... Yeah, they're two good actors. Yeah, and Liam Liam Neeson Neeson as Qui-Gon is just... Fantastic. I mean, absolutely fantastic. All right, number four for me is Anakin saying goodbye to his mom. Oh, really? Dude, that kind of gets you at the heartstrings, dude, for, for two reasons. One, like you feel bad for um, for Shmi, right? Can't even remember. Yeah, Shmi. Shmi. The worst Star Wars fan of all time. <laughs> Uh, you feel bad for her because she's still stuck in captivity, you know, at that moment, and she's she's having to she's saying goodbye to her son. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm sure she's happy for her son, but uh, so you kind of feel bad there. Then you feel bad for Anakin because here he is. Yeah, he's free, but now he's leaving his his mom. The only life he's known. The only yeah. person for, that we know who's ever even remotely cared about him because. Uh, Watto, you know, didn't necessarily care for him, you know, yeah. really in, in any type of way other than him making Watto a prophet. Um, but it's a top moment. I mean, in that, in that, you know, that decision that he made to leave his mom and do all that, and sure, it got him to this was become your a Jedi. Four? Yeah, it's pivotal. It's pivotal in the life of Anakin. Yeah, it it's is a pivotal, pivotal moment. Yeah, and and again, that. that's like as a nineteen-year-old guy sitting there watching that. Yeah, that part kind of. 
struck me there, you know? Yeah, see, I feel like maybe, because we're really looking at these moments, I think the way that we should. You know, I'm looking at them in a way of how they struck moments me. Moments that moved me, yeah. Right, right. You know, it's, it's, and I think it's pivotal to the story, but go yeah. ahead. No, you're a good point. It is pivotal, pivotal to the story. I think that second goodbye, because he kind of says his goodbye, starts oh, to walk away from Qui-Gon, and then he runs back and gives her one more hug. And they, they, that moment is that kind of, you know, walk away and turn back and run, I thought was uh, pretty well done, pretty well written, and fair, fairly uh, well performed by the uh, by the actors there. So I, I'm with you. Not right. not number four though on anyone's list. By the way, <laughs> mine, yours, any human being who's well, seen mine. Okay, it clearly it's on mine. All right. Well, hey man, I had a, I had a struggle. <laughs> well, okay, I mean, if you're struggling to put it together, why would it end up at number four? Uh, because it's as I went through my list, I was like, you know what? As I as I look at the other things I've written down, I think it's more important than the other things I've written down. Well, for sure, it ties into the events that happened on because I think he says something there about promising to come back and free yeah. her. So the fact that he not only was not able to free her, but also wasn't allowed to save her. I feel like it should have been on your list somewhere. Um I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of young boy Anakin Jake Lloyd moments in my movies. Jake Lloyd's a fine fine man. <laughs> fine man. He, did a, he was alright. I mean the, the poor kid got like you know crapped on his whole life. Yeah, he didn't I mean, write his lines, and, and yeah, he had to deliver them. But George Lucas is well known for not giving much direction. That's true. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I, if I feel it's like not he did good, the, be like, let's try that one more time. Yeah, I feel like the, he did the best he could. I agree. And you know, God knows, back then, no one's going to question King George Lucas for anything. Well, no, people hated the movie afterwards. Oh, but during the process, yeah, yeah during sure. the process, it was. All right, what's your what's your next one? Number three, um, this might be a hair too high, but I don't think so because it moved me. The Maul and Palpatine conversation um, on this is live now. There, there's no holograms. This is yeah. Palpatine or as healing ourselves. Yep, you got it. Yeah, um, standing on kind of that balcony, um, in specific. I believe Palpatine says to him, you've been well-trained, my apprentice. There will be no match for you. And you, you, when you're watching that, you kind of believe, that might, there might be some truth to that, you know, because Qui-Gon did not handle him well earlier when they faced, faced each other for that brief moment on Tatooine. But then, yes, Maul's, at last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. Which I think is like the only dialogue he has in the whole movie, I you, think you might, you might he, be. He might have had another close, line yeah. somewhere, but I think that's it. And uh, I, be, I, be, I can't think of the guy's name who actually. Park. There you go. That's what I was thinking. Uh, portrays him in the movie, but for only having one line, oh, he was great. Yeah, man, yeah. he delivered it spot on, and yeah. it just. That's right. It's too bad, you know, the whole Han Solo thing. The Solo didn't. Work out as first sequel to see more of. Yeah, we we got we Maul. got. Did we talk about Clone Wars? I mean, we got Maul and. No. There's some Maul in 
the yeah. new Clone Wars series, which I know I've it. gotten through. I don't yeah. know if you have. No, I got through it. Um, He's in the Rebels, too. Oh, is he? Sam yeah. just getting into Rebels, and I'm oh, loving okay. the garbage out of it. All right, let me get to my number three. Now, you, you're going to you, – I'll just – you're going to know where all my three, two, one are all going to go. You're going to know where my two, one go. Yeah, it's all about the duel at the mm-hmm. end, right? And so I kind of broke it down into mm-hmm. segments. And so for me, my number three, and here's the way I wrote it. I wrote Red Shield, Qui-Gon meditates and loses. So that whole that whole portion of Qui-Gon's part of the fight, again, that, all the part leading up to that, you know, the battle they had before that was great. Um, but But I loved when those... Whoever thought of that, having those red shields come up to where they had to sit and wait like we've, that. We've talked about this before in a, bi- a podcast because yeah. I feel like there's no way George came up with and that. Just it's built, almost too creative. The anticipation that that built was awesome. What I loved oh, about that wonderful. scene then is, you know, Qui-Gon's sitting there meditating. Obi-Wan is stuck in the back, further back. Yep. But, uh, you know, you got Maul just pacing back and forth like a, like a yeah. pit bull. Yeah, like a um, lion waiting to get yeah. his prey. Um, but then you got, that's how you explain something to get the audience involved in what we're talking about. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sitting here burping cause we ate pizza. We uh, did. It was good. Thank yeah. you for buying by the way. But, um, but then, you know, just the scene of that, him sitting there, you know, meditating in the force, Maul just waiting to pounce as you said, but then yeah, it comes that. out, they have their battle and then, and then Qui-Gon loses. Now I always thought. I saw like how he loses was kind of lame a little bit, but you know he gets uh, Maul like kind of he hits him in the chin basically with the with the. <laughs> You're ruining this the, moment for me as we speak because I never thought that. Hits him in the chin with the lightsaber and yeah. it's like whoa and then it kind of throws him back and then he he stabs him. I don't know. I feel like that's how most people would would die possibly from Darth you know in that type in that type of a know. battle it could be just something as trivial as. That was his opening. Sure, he got one, him on one the chin. mistake. Yeah, it was one enough mistake. to knock him back for a second, and Maul capitalized. But yeah. as you say it, I, I see your point. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was again, though. That come on, that has to be on the list. So absolutely. All right, that's my three. Okay, so much like you, we're gonna start to overlap each other yeah. here. So my two and one are around the same thing. And, and might I add, while I can think of it, my three, two, and one all have something to do with Darth Maul. Sure. Okay. So my number two, uh, number two, <laughs> <laughs> two, because I'm fixing to say duel of the fates. Yeah. Um, the music there, I tried to go in uh, some type of order. Oh, uh, so fantastic. Uh, it's yeah. got to be. It's got to be it's like. It's got to be one of the best of all time in all I, of Star I, Wars. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Now, it's, the, the, I'm not going to put it in front of any of the OT stuff, <laughs> but. I'd put it in front of about half, just shooting from the hip. But it's it's just it's just so recognizable. When Absolutely, you hear it. it's so great. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It is wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And then, you know, the way they did it. So this is my number two, right? Uh, the duel two, of fates. No, your three. No, no, this is my two. My three. What was your three? <laughs> my three was. Something stupid, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> the Maul Palpatine conversation. You've been oh, trained. yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, okay. Number two. That's forgettable. <laughs> That's a good moment. <laughs> that was good. Number two. Duel of the Fates music. The opening of the doors. Yeah. And that's when the music hits. 
Very good. The lighting of the double-sided lightsaber, because that's the first time we yeah. see it in the movie. One ignites, the other ignites. Not everybody was a big fan of that. But it worked. Thinking about this it as a fourteen-year-old young man that no, watched it, it for worked. the first time, okay and as a and as a thirty-six-year-old man watching it for the seventieth yeah. time, I still love it. It fit his character perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So why would you not like it? I don't know. There's people that just don't. And then Qui Gon, they both kind of everybody kind of drops their robes, yeah. and Qui Gon <laughs> says, "We'll handle this." Yeah. Don't get corny with the dropping the robes thing. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I forgot about that. No. To, it was like a gunslinger moment. Yeah. So that is, while <laughs> that's weird. not the most... Getting weird in here. Yeah, descriptive, <laughs> I guess. That's my number no, two, it's because it's right. the lighting of the lightsaber, the doors, yeah. and the music is really what I'm giving credit to there. Sure. The music. Let me tell you my number the two. score, if you will. My number two, Darth Maul Naboo entrance, double saber, and music. Wow. My number two. We did it. It was, it was a great moment, how the doors open. Yep. How he lights up the saber yep. and the music's going. I mean, it was, you talk about like a fantastic entrance. That was, and now again, I mean, the music's not really there. If this was, but for us, it was well, a great thing I mean, to yeah, watch. you're already kind of invested in this thing because you're seeing them struggle a little yeah. bit. You know, they're, this is a, you know, a, a, a plan that you might not think works. And, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, they're making their way through everything and then you, they just kind of run into this. Freight, freight, you know, uh, freight train that is Darth Maul, uh, and then you lo- they lose the two Jedi, the two Jedi that are supposed to be helping them accomplish this message, uh, 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 mission. Both of them now have to handle Darth Maul. So all of that kind of emotion tied into one is 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 why it's for sure number two. All right, so we had the same number two. Yeah, we did. Number one for you, Jake. My number one is the Force Field Separation, okay. Jacob. Um. <laughs> I'm surprised this was number three for you because I know this is a this is a wonderful moment just for you. Just wait, just wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel stupid here in about thirty seconds. Wow, wow. The I mean I'm not gonna hammer on it because you did the force filled separation. The the Qui Gon is one of my favorite Jedi's. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's probably Obi Wan, uh, Luke, and Qui Gon to be to be frank. Um, Qui Gon is just. And it's, you know, Liam, Liam Neeson's performance for sure carried the character, you know. Uh, but the force field separation there, it's amazing. You see that really cool jump there from Obi-Wan before that happens, which I thought was really cool. Um, Qui-Gon against meditation. You, as to your point, the, Dar- the Darth Maul back and forth. Qui-Gon, as he's, you know, on his knees meditating, knowing it's fixing to happen, right? The, the force field is fixing to uh, open. Obi-Wan ignites his lightsaber before it opens because, again, they know it's going to yeah. happen. He doesn't make it. He doesn't make it. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the battle there between uh, Qui-Gon, uh, Qui-Gon's death, I have rolled into that as well. Um, and then more than that, the specific standalone Obi-Wan and Darth Maul uh, uh, fight. It's so fast. It's so good. Obi-Wan gets his shot in pretty quickly with with damaging Darth Maul's um, double-sided lightsaber. But it's just phenomenally, phenomenally done. To me, the choreography is fantastic. The music is great. It's, it's 
I could I could watch this scene st alone hundreds of times and not get bored with it. It's just wonderfully done. All right, number one. That was your number one. That was my number one. Good. All right, so my number one. We're, we're still on the same page. Remember I said I broke up that fight. Yeah. And so mine was Red Shield, Obi-Wan, Waits, mm. and, and the battle. And so <clears throat> to me it was I broke it up because you already had the Qui-Gon thing happen. And then that his moment was just so much more like like engrossing. You know what I mean? He had just watched his master get killed. Yeah. Uh Qui-Gon meditated. Dude, Obi-Wan didn't do that. No, Obi-Wan paced just like Maul was. And they're just they're just like staring at each other. They can't do anything oh, about this man. rage. It, it they was have. just so awesome yeah, to even, see that. Even the first time going back a little bit where Maul kind of hits it with his lightsaber. Yeah. Oh yeah, I that, about, yeah. And again, I'm I'm not trying to steal your thunder. No, you're right. But we we've talked about what takes you out of this moment. And this is what makes this movie not as great as it should be. And this this scene or this because as all of this is happening, oh, they pull you out. Pull you out yeah. with with Jar Jar and baby boy Anakin. <laughs> well that's a classic Star Wars thing to pull you out of the battles. I'm okay with it if you don't jump do back and forth. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And, and and that's a lot of cinema. Yeah. But to pull you into Jar Jar Accidentally fumbling one of those. Yeah. Well, on, let me go man. back into my moment. Okay, I'm sorry. But uh, you know, and then and then you see the uh, the field breaks and dude, just the way like Obi Wan jumps out of there, and then and then yeah, then you have the battle mm -hmm. between the two, and it's it just it had to be on the top of my list number one too because it, you know, that whole thing it sets up just a rivalry between those two, you know. Maul killing Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan slicing and dicing Maul, you know, but they're just like, I'm not going to say Obi-Wan hates Maul, uh, because they're not supposed to hate, I don't know if he does or not, but there's, you know, clearly Maul has it out for Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, you uh, see throughout, which I know you haven't seen. I've seen Clone all the, Wars. well, I've seen the, the I saw the, yeah. the, the final season. So right? they, they really introduced, I feel like I'm that podcast yeah. uh, co-host of yours that I can now at you for not watching all oh, the Wars. That that animosity um, for Obi Wan is is you know for Obi Wan from Darth Maul is really elevated. I mean, you already understand it, you know, but it's really elevated throughout. You know, I think season four, five, maybe a little bit of six, and then into seven. Um, you know, which is. Great, and it, it 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 helps this moment for sure. You know, not that not not that you're tying that in there, but it's, um, yeah, that Darth Maul Obi Wan rivalry for oh. sure began here, which makes that moment amazing. So that was my number one. I'm gonna roll through, just blow through my uh, honorable mentions. All and right. Some of these are like super lame, um, but I was, so um, the lightsabers in the beginning showing up through the the gas smoke cloud and uh when they're on the uh trade oh, yeah, that's a good ship. moment so it's right. kind of yep. cool uh qui-gon and obi-wan drop their hoods um yep. swimming to the gungan city uh some of these are pretty lame but uh the whole no father conversation 
that made my list only because it was important, I guess, yeah. even though we never really talked again no, about that. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Um, the Midichlorians made my list, even though okay. that's hated. Uh, Anakin, and these are phrases. This is just a phrase, but when he's gets the pod pod racer up and going, he's like, it's working. It's working. That always really? just sticks with me. Yeah. Even when yeah. I'm fixing something and like it starts, I'm like, it's working. <laughs> okay. It always comes back to me. Um, you already have surpassed my honorable mentions. Yeah. Anakin yeah. meets uh, Obi Wan, um, the Jedi Council, like you had already talked about, and then the celebration at the end. Okay, those are my honorable mentions. The celebration is good. That should have been an honorable mention. I'm gonna. You reminded me of a couple just going through yours. Um, and a couple of them are at that beginning uh, scene there on the you know the Trade Federation thing or whatever with the with the meeting. When they funnel the gas in there, and I feel like they know beforehand that it's poison gas, yeah. and they kind of breathe in to to uh, prevent themselves from dying, and then they're like, they should be dead by now, and they're not. To, to your point with the smoke, um, and the protocol droid comes out. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fast running there where they can't escape. Eh, huh? Dude, I, that just looks so weird when you watch it. Oh, it it's does look like, weird. You know but, what I mean? But, but as a 14-year-old kid, like, no, the know. fact that it looks weird on on screen doesn't take away from the fact that, oh, man, they, they can do that, right? Because I feel like that's well, – I mean, we saw we saw Luke jump really, really high yeah. in Empire Strikes Back, but fast running? The fast running thing is kind of – why don't they do that more then? But that's well, yeah, that's the point. Like, why didn't Obi-Wan that. do that? As the force fields were closing. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. I mean, but, but that's what – again, that's yeah, why this movie – kind of ranks where it does, at yeah. least for me, is there's just so many things you can kind of poke at and be like, well, why Why do they do that? Like, even the even the crawl You're not says something crawl, about... Right? No, I'm not going to recite it. You've tried to recite it for like all I've, week. I, okay. I can't remember right. it, and I was going to like, I was no, going to watch it again don't. and have it bring back to memory, but yeah. I can't, I didn't do it, so I can't remember it. It is a time of gold. No, I can't stop. Remember. All <laughs> week you've been trying to do that. But, but, um... What were we talking about? I lost my train of thought. The, the crawl. The crawl. The beginning. The beginning. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, moving on. Uh, honorable mention. Yeah, let's get to them. Um, introduction of Obi-Wan and Anakin. How that didn't make your honorable... I did. Oh, you said that one? I said. You were listening. Oh, I said Anakin meets Obi-Wan. Oh. It's not... on my paper. I believe you, but you did not... Spend enough time on that one. That's well, a big on, deal. We're just rolling through that. That's there. a big deal. I mean, big deal. It's honorable mention. Didn't even make your, we, we, we're your at, top ten. But as you watched episode one of The Phantom Menace, th- this was almost like my number ten or number nine. Yeah, but nine. it wasn't. I mean, okay, but so I get maybe that. But that's why I'm trying deal. to put spend some time on it. <laughs> it's like, a big as moment, you're yeah. watching it, you realize, oh, this kid is going to kill him yeah. in like 40 years, yeah. you know? All right. Um, Naboo. Beautiful planet invaded by the Trade Federation, the communication disruption part. It wasn't 40 years. That just bothers me. What do you think? It's shorter? Well, he didn't kill him 40 years later. Um, the Anakin was 10. Uh, close to it, yeah. Absolutely. We do this almost every podcast, and my math is always right. <laughs> I think we actually did this on the very last one, didn't we? Yeah, I feel Something. like we do. My math is Wait, always on. right when it comes to the age of these characters. Anakin was 10, and we feel like we did. We realized in Return of the Jedi that Anakin was 45 when he died. 
in Return of the Jedi. So I might be off by a few months, but I don't feel like that justifies your outburst just now. He was now. 45 when he died. Right. And so if he was 10 when they met, what are we, what are we trying to prove again? <laughs> how old Obi? How, oh, if it was how, 40 yeah, years what later. What length of time between Well, he would, have been, he would have been... It would have been well, 35. But no, how many years? 40 years later. So Anakin died. Anakin died when he was 45. Right. But that was Return of the Jedi. How many years passed between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi? Well, if Anakin was 10 in A New Hope, so 35. So 35. 35 years between the introduction of Obi-Wan Kenobi to Anakin Skywalker and, oh, oh, I see what you're saying, because A New Hope. So it wasn't 40 years. No. So it was, was probably still, about 30, so I was still right. Probably about 30 years. Who was right? I mean. I mean, who was more right? You or I? I would I mean, say if you I had was to pick more one, right, how do you figure? I feel like I'm more more right. Okay, Neither well, who, one of us were right. Who was wrong? Was you, it forty? Was it forty no, years? No, because this is what did you did. Did you say it was forty years? I said it was forty years, and it's probably thirty-five. But in no, no, your no. mind, did you say it was forty years? Possibly. <laughs> you said you said forty years later he was going to kill him. I don't want to do this with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't forty. I just come on. I haven't had a win recently. All so. right. Okay. Just say, um, it. Just, say it. just say it. Just say it. The communication disruption. Okay. Communication um, disruption. Yeah. On Naboo. Oh, when they're, yeah, I thought yeah. that was a great moment. Um, the governor there, uh, which I also feel like was a tie-in to A New Hope because they say the regional governors now, you know, Tarkin says the regional governors, you know, will now keep direct something over their populations. And the regional governor of Naboo was the one um, that said a communications disruption can only mean one thing, yeah, invasion. invasion yeah. yeah, and I, I just always thought that was a really, really great moment there. Um, Palpatine says, I have assurances by the Chancellor that the, uh, the Jedi did, uh, you know, reach the negotiations. Thought that was a good moment as well. Um, okay, all right, I know. Honorable mention, don't get on me. Uh, the wager with Watto and Anakin in the pod race, the way he kind of rolls the dice, the wager in itself. Again, it's Liam Neeson. Honorable mention for me. I think that's all my honorable mention. All right. Oh, got one more. It's a good one. You're going to hate it. Anakin and Padme scene where Anakin talks about how cold he is in space and he gives her the medallion. Uh, and Padme yeah, says, yeah. Uh, you come from a warm planet, Annie, uh, space is cold. And that's where I kind of, that cold thing. You're an angel? That was before. No, that was I way know, that was before. before I know. Uh, but that's where I kind of thought into that, like, oh, he's cold. He's a, he's Darth Vader, you know, <laughs> that part there. So. Yeah, that whole thing. It's a bad, it, this is not on the actor, but just, why didn't you just get somebody a little older? I don't understand it. That whole thing is kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he just looks so young. And we talked about this. If you go back and you look at the like the special stuff for Phantom Menace mm -hmm. and you look at the casting part of it, right. there's this other kid that looked a little bit older. He actually kind of looked like Mark Hamill. Um, well, I know like he, he would have been a better choice. Yeah, I don't know if he looked that much older. I think I think George was really thinking. No, he older. looked older to me. He looked older. He was taller than than. Um, What's his name? Uh, Jake Lloyd. He was taller than Jake Lloyd, so so he kind of to me then it it at least he was taller. So. Yeah, I feel like and and I can kind of see why. I feel like what they were going for 
and I don't think I'm just saying this out loud from my own brain. It had to have been implanted somewhere, somewhere from George and making of episode one. They wanted someone that you couldn't believe would turn into. Right, exactly. Yeah. They were looking for this innocent kind of child to, for us all to sit in the audience and be like, what? That cute little awesome kid who loves droids becomes Darth Vader? I, I think that's kind of what their game plan was. And that's why, again, I feel like The Phantom Menace has a ton of great moments. To be honest with you, I do a ton of great moments. They just, it doesn't flow that well. They don't tie together that well. And then you can kind of, oh, now I remember what I was going to say. The Crawl talks about, says two Jedi Knights have been... Dispatched. It, right, but at this point, Obi Wan's not a Jedi Knight, so it like contradicts itself right off the bat. Well, it happens all the time. Luke always says he's because at Jedi the end of it, Yoda says, which is another great moment. He confirms that that Obi Wan can teach Anakin, yeah. and he also confirms the level of Jedi Knight. But literally, the crawl says yeah. two Jedi Knight. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. it's what it is. But it's like it's like you're in the Boy Scouts. You're in the Boy Scouts. You're a Boy Scout, whether you got to the Eagle thing or whatever rank you are. Uh, no, you're a soldier. You're you're a well. Now I'm talking about the army, but you're a soldier. You're in the uh, army. I feel like the Jedi's are a little different than everything you just said. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. That's kind of why I'm into the whole franchise. Well, no, I'm saying okay. So if you're if you're in the army, you're a soldier, right? Right. So you're a Jedi. No, but that's but not you're how, not. That's but you're not. not how, but you're not. That's you know, not maybe how, you're not a sergeant no, or a no, lieutenant. Or I disagree with you. That's not how I'm rankings work okay, in the Jedi. Okay, but I'm just saying this happens a lot because, you know, and, and I, this is OT, but, you know, Luke said he was a Jedi. Um, and Yoda corrected well, him. And, and, and Chewie tells Han that Luke's a Jedi. Luke, Luke's a Jedi. I've been gone for a few days. There was right. a delusion to grant. You know what I mean? So, well, that's probably because Luke was telling, was telling he everybody was, he was. And then Yoda corrected him. Yeah, but still, he was a Jedi. Okay, but this is the crawl that's put together by your creator right i have no issues with it you're the one no issues issue whatsoever i mean i'm not saying it's a big issue it didn't he was a happen. jedi he was a padawan but he was a he's still a jedi jedi knight so then why did yoda confer on him the level of jedi knight at the beginning of or i'm sorry at the end of the same movie we're talking about i'm just saying that i understand what you're little saying little things like that is kind of why i feel like it's it's not it's not a big deal but you know well, because you keep arguing with me about it. <laughs> I was trying to convince you. I don't think it's a big news. Whatever, it is what it is. You're so negative all the oh time. Oh my gosh! Don't start. <laughs> do not start. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up next week. We're gonna do Attack of the Clones. Oh. And if you thought this was a big pile of crap, wait till you hear Just that. Just you wait. Um, but uh, so be sure to check back next. Week. Jacob, you got anything to, to add? Anything to any last words? Not a single thing. All right, goodbye.